This is Smart Poker Study episode 217. Fish are your value targets. Don't sleep on last week's episode 216. I discussed how to build skills into your unconscious competence through focus sessions. It's poker study time, y'all. Thank you so much for sharing the show with your poker friends. Uh, Looking back at 2018, we saw some really good growth within the podcast, and I'm sure we're going to see a ton more in 2019. And speaking of 2019, it is the year of action, and I, I have so many plans and so much to do this year. If you are listening to this on the day that it drops, January 11th of 2019, there's a free post-flop leak plugging webinar tonight. To get your invite, you have to be subscribed to the Weekly Boost newsletter, and you can do that through the show notes page for this episode. And one final thing before I get to today's challenge and then the meat of the podcast. I have a brand new Patreon insider named Donald Lamperl. Thank you so much, Donald. You joined at the $10 level, and I truly do appreciate it. By doing this, Donald and everybody else at the $10 level, they get a reward podcast every month and a reward training video. And both of these are exclusive for insiders. They are the only ones who get to see them. And next week, these are coming out for June. January, of course. If you'd like to follow in Donald's footsteps and support the show and become an insider, go to patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. There are different levels of support with different rewards attached. Once again, go to patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. Alrighty, so like I just mentioned a little bit ago, this is the year of action. So, challenge. Here's my challenge to you for this episode. You've got to know who the fish are at your tables, and that requires you know what you're looking for and you take the time to do so. In your poker sessions over the weekend, make note of each fish at your table. Write their names down on a piece of paper or add the word fish in the note editor, or you can even color code them to indicate a fishy player. And I use the color green, denoting a source of money. Try to enter as many hands as possible against the fish especially when you will have post-flop positional advantage. This means isolating their early position and middle position limps, 3-betting their open raises, or open raising to isolate them in the blinds. Your goal is to get into bread and butter situations against these fish so that you can exploit their poor pre-flop hand selections and poor post-flop skills. Now it's your turn to pull the trigger and do something positive for your poker game. You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it. The real world. And if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. If you stop the podcast right now and just complete the challenge over the next three days, you will have done your purposeful study and practice. But for those who want to learn more about spotting and exploiting fish, please stick around. And also, visit the show notes page for everything I discussed today, along with screenshots and links at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod217. Well, it's about that time! Gambate! love to play poker. That's why you're listening. That's why I'm doing this podcast, of course. Some of us like the competitive nature of the game. Others like the social aspects. 
Some others may even like just the gambling aspects, and others just enjoy a hobby that kind of puts their mind to work. But no matter the reason you play the game, it's always more fun when you're taking chips away from your opponents. And the easiest opponents to do this against are the weakest ones at the table, which we call the fish. Fishy players truly are your most likely source of income. They lack a lot of the skills and strategy that you have spent so much time working on, and they're basically level 1 players. This means they only concern themselves with their hand and its strength in relation to the board. The reason you can profit from them comes from making better decisions than they do. Now, there are quite a few things that separate you from these fish. Fish only play their cards and the board. You, on the other hand, you think about ranges, future streets, stack sizes, player tendencies, and a ton more things. Fish let you know they like their hand when they bet or raise. You disguise the strength of your hand with variable bet sizes and switching between passive and aggressive play. Fish do not understand bread and butter play. You strive to play in position as the preflop raiser against one or two opponents as often as possible. Fish pay too much money to see the next card with weak draws. You consider the pot odds being offered and the likelihood that you will hit your hand and get paid off. Fish play against anybody. You are always aware of your opponent and you try to play against a fish as often as possible. So I want you to think more about the fish that you play with. How do you know that this specific player is a fish? What characteristics do the fish have at the stakes and the games that you play? Here are four questions you must ask yourself to help you spot the fish and profit from their weaknesses. Question 1. What statistics indicate a fish at your stakes? It's often a high VPIP and a low PFR, something like 40-5. Other good sources of profit could come from maniacs, and they have an extremely high VPIP and a high PFR, something like 40-25. Question 2. Where do your fish make the biggest mistakes? It could be preflop or on any of the streets. Maybe when they're overcommitted to a big hand, or when they give too much value and call big bets with their draws. Question 3. What position do the fish lose most of their money from? It might be out of the blinds, or maybe in the early positions or the middle positions. And question 4. What action leads to a majority of your fish's mistakes? It could be calling, checking, betting, raising, or even folding. Now, I'm sure that you've heard the saying, if you can't identify the mark at the table, then you are the mark. So, if you can't find any fish at your table, you need to leave ASAP. Don't be the fish that everyone is going after at the table. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash smartpokerstudy. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from, both fiction and nonfiction, and of course, within that nonfiction category, tons of poker books, including my three books, How to Study Poker Volume 1, Volume 2, and my latest book, Preflop Online Poker. Here's what I recommend. Start your 30-day free trial and get Preflop Online Poker as your free audiobook. This is more expensive than my other two books. 
Next, you're going to purchase How to Study Poker Volume 1 because that is what you're going to listen to in order to get more out of your studies. It'll give you plenty of study tips and then help you just proceed with purpose through your studies and improving your game. You are going to listen to How to Study Poker Volume 1 first, and then you'll listen to Preflop Online Poker. And now you will be a Preflop Online Master after you step into action with all the action steps I give you in both of those audiobooks. So once again, go to audibletrial.com slash smartpokerstudy to begin listening and learning from audiobooks. And a few shout outs today. First off, two people, Brian and also Dominic DeSanto, purchased my Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. They looked at the screenshots there and they realized that this HUD is what they need to exploit their opponents to the max. So thank you very much, Brian and Dominic, for purchasing that. And next up, related to that, Craig Damiano purchased Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. He just went to smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4. By doing so, I sent him as a bonus my Smart HUD. And I sent all these three players, Craig, Brian, and Dominic, some really good videos to help them get more out of the Smart HUD and more out of Poker Tracker 4 as well. And then finally, Philip Busek purchased How to Study Poker Volume 1 as a PDF. So if you go to the show notes page, you can click on the link right there at the bottom of the page and purchase the book as a PDF. And this is perfect for those who love to read electronically, but don't want to do the whole Amazon Kindle type thing. If you just want a PDF, that's how you do it. Alrighty, back to class, poker people. So let's talk about tagging the fish. In the challenge at the beginning of the episode, I gave you two ways to tag the fish. Color code them green and put the word fish in their player note editor. You can also keep a list of fishy player screen names to help you spot them. Another good way to help the fish stand out is by color coding their stats in your HUD. Set your VPIP stat as green for anything over 30% and set PFR or preflop raise, set that as red for anything below 10%. So if you see that somebody's VPIP and PFR color combo, if you see it as green and red, this indicates a fish. Now a little bit more about fish. Fish are your friends. And I'm sure you've heard the expression, don't tap the tank. This means that you don't want to scare the fish in any way and make them leave your table. Now, this is pretty easy for online players to accomplish. We simply don't type anything into the chat. When somebody sucks out on you, they make a terrible call. Um, You pulled off the perfect bluff, but they called with third pair? That kind of a thing? Well, don't get angry. Just don't type anything into the chat. And if you never type, you can never berate them and cause them to leave your table, right? But... On the opposite spectrum, for live players, this can be a problem. When that fish sucks out on you, sometimes it's just so hard to not say anything, like sarcastically saying, nice hand, or, oh my god, I can't believe you called that. You really have to force yourself to simply say nicely, nice hand, or say nothing at all. That's what I actually do. And I actually wrap the table, you know, knock on the table a couple times often. So this fish may have taken these chips off of you this time. But eventually, those chips they earned, they're going to make their way back into your stack eventually. Especially if they keep calling 3-bets with Jack-4 suited. So the overarching message is keep the fish at the table by not giving them any reason to leave due to your actions or your attitude. And of course, I don't want you to be a fish. So 
you want to take a look, open up Poker Tracker 4 right now, and look at your VPIP and PFR over the past 10,000 hands or more. If there's a large gap between the two numbers, like 40 slash 5, then you are a fish. And if they're both extremely high, like 40 slash 25, then you are a maniac. What you need to do ASAP is stop your fishy or maniacal ways. And I'm sure you can imagine ways to do this. Basically, play less hands. Nice and simple, right? Um, I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do this. I could I could save that for a different podcast in the future. But I want you to realize that if you can spot the fish with their HUD stats, they can realize that you are a fish if they have a HUD themselves. Now, lastly, let's talk about exploiting the fish. You've taken a lot of time to spot them at the tables. Uh, now you want to take their money. So I'm going to list four different weaknesses and one way to exploit each of them. The first weakness, fish play too many hands pre-flop. You can exploit this by isolating them with hands that are better than their range and try to play against them in position. And the next weakness, fish often call c-bets on the flop and the turn just way too liberally. Exploit this by value betting wide and with a larger sizing. If they're going to give you value, take as much as possible from them. Another weakness, Fish let you know they love their hand with bets and raises. You can exploit this by folding when they show aggression, especially with bigger bet sizes and on those wet boards. And one more weakness, fish do not think about position. Exploit this by isolating them with raises and re-raises when you have post-flop position. So I've only given you four ways to exploit fish, but there are many more ways to do so. Some of the exploits are player-specific. For example, a fish may time down when they flop a set, then they just call your c-bet. This delayed action means they're thinking about how to get maximum value from you. You need to play differently against these players than you do against those who quickly check, or maybe they donk lead a full pot when they flop their set. You want to take notes on their fishy tendencies and in, in an effort to be ready for them when you encounter them on the felt next time. This episode isn't complete until you head to the show notes page at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod217. You can go there for screenshots and links to everything discussed today and to find out ways in which you can support the podcast and keep me keeping on. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you step into action with today's challenge if you want to get the most out of the episode. If you're looking for micro-stakes coaching, I've arranged my schedule in 2019 so that I can do more one-on-one -on -one coaching. If you'd like more details, and maybe to book a spot, please send me an email, sky at smartpokerstudy.com. Alrighty, poker people, in the next Strategy Friday episode number 218, I'm going to answer three of your burning questions. Word of mouth is the best advertising, so thank you very much for sharing the show with other poker people. You're sharing and caring is what helps us grow. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.